Welcome to the Black Women's World Podcast, where we get VIP access into the lives of Black women, or as we like to call us, those who embrace the Sistanista vibe, because it's an adjective and a verb. We get to hear from some of our favorite guests and co-hosts as they share their worlds with us. We create connections, exchange realities, ideas, and baby, we get to recognize and celebrate how powerful we really are. Our sisterhood here is real, filled with peace, wisdom, hope, love, light, and laughter. (laughs) You know, the kind you can feel, the kind of encouragement that confirms we can do anything because we have, and the inspiration that proves we can be even greater. This is our world, where if you ain't a black woman, you may want to be one, (laughs) or definitely get to know one. It's a black woman's world, and you, my sister, are proof. Welcome to our queendom. I'm your host, Tracy Mack. Peace. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast. Throwback Thursdays featuring Tracy Mack. And though I may be the only one in front of the room at this moment, I'm not the only one in the room. I celebrate your presence. I celebrate that you uh, wanted to be here. And so one thing I like, I like interaction. I'm used to facilitating groups and we get to talk back. It's not a monologue, it's a dialogue. Now this may not be the environment or the atmosphere where we get to create dialogue, but I want to know you're here. I want to know you're listening and I want to appreciate your presence. So if you can give me some talk back, one way I want you to talk back is realizing that you are great already. You're great already for the simple fact that your creator is great and that you are created in his image. So you being great doesn't take anything away from God. If anything, your recognition of your own greatness magnifies who he is. So I want you to know you are great already. And to make sure that we're connecting, whenever I say you're great already, I want you to say already. You're great already. Good. You're great already. Excellent. Excellent. Now, let's take it up a notch. A friend of mine, uh, when he says already, he put a, a stank on it. You know, he put a swag on it. He put some no doubt into his already. I'll say you such and such or you do this and that already. He said already. Already, So those of you that want to step it up a notch, you're great already. One thing about stepping into greatness is many of you have done so already. But maybe you're in a transition. Maybe you uh, want to level up in purpose, mission, and passion. Purpose is who you are here to be. Mission is what you do. And passion is how well you do it. I wrote a book called The Book of Purpose, the New Testament, and not only do I open up another way to see purpose because that's what I needed, I also show you the hindrances of not being able to step into self-discovery or greatness because self-discovery isn't selfish. Self-discovery is one of the most selfless things you can do because when you discover who you are, you teach other people how to treat you. And you allow your purpose in life and your mission to show up as the lesson plan. So it's not a neck roll, I'm going to teach you how to treat me. It's let me show you. Let me show you how to engage with me. And then that person gets to stand up in their purpose and you connect. So it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. And one of the things that can hinder you 
from uh, self-discovery. It's self-ignorance, not knowing who you are. A lot of times we have relationships and people mistreat us because you are great already, and sometimes people don't know it. Sometimes we haven't done what we need to do to show them how great we are, not an arrogant greatness, but even in humility, even in service. Because whatever, if it's your organization, whether it's your family or your friends, what would it be like if everybody in the world knew their purpose, mission, and passion and stepped into greatness? What would it be like? Just imagine that. Imagine what it would be like if everybody knew. You know, the scripture even says that every joint supplies. But what, what if every joint was operating at its maximum potential? What if every joint knew its purpose and it was fitly framed and indeed joined together? We have a workshop coming up called Better Together for Couples. But what if everything you knew was better together? What if it was? And one of the things about stepping into greatness is we have to realize we're always in transition. Something is always changing. Change is inevitable. But no matter what stage of transition or change you're in, you are great already. That's right. I remember back in the day, I tell you, you know, I'm sport, I'm rocking this fro right now. But it was a time when my hair went through transition. I remember when I was a little girl, I was about 10 years old, and my mom would do my hair, and I tell you, it was putting some strain on the relationship. It was a thin line between love and hate on a Saturday night, getting my hair washed and fresh for Sunday morning. You know, because I grew up, I'm that bishop's daughter, uh, the, the pastor's daughter, and you had to come to church right on Sunday morning. You don't want to give the saints nothing to talk about. Not only that, even as... Uh, I got older uh, in ministry and, 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 and ordained, and even my husband being an ordained elder as well. But when I was a little girl, that Saturday night fight in the kitchen, and I, I wasn't throwing no punches. I mean, you move wrong, you know, you, you, you know, you're liable to get hit in the head with a straightening cone. But then when I turned about 10 years old, my mom decided to get me a jerry curl. Y'all remember jerry curl? Stay soft, fro. Greasy pillowcases, mess up the collar of your shirt, and I had a shag. You know, I had a shag, and that thing was pretty. And 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 that's what she decided to do because I mean, doing my hair, it was the 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 road was 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 rough, and the going got tough, and the naps were hard to comb. You know, but she said, okay, let me, let me make an easier way. So I transitioned into getting a curl. Uh, fast forward a few, uh, three or four years later, my aunt blessed me with the gift of lie and took me to the beauty shop, Regis Beauty Shop in Portsmouth, Virginia, Tower Mall, and got me a relaxer. And, oh, it was bouncing and behaving. You couldn't tell me nothing then. You couldn't tell me nothing. But the reason why I went natural wasn't because I'm going to fight the power that be, uh, African pride sister, even though I appreciate my African-American heritage, and I understand that, but that's not why I went natural. I went natural because I was curious. I couldn't remember what my own hair texture felt like or looked like. I couldn't remember. I come from one of those families where you got uh, uh, white folk hair and then you got folk with carpet. So I didn't know why I fell and I didn't know. I didn't know. But I knew no matter what, I was great already. No matter the, the texture of your hair or the curl pattern, you're great already. But I did that. And one thing about transitioning, going from 
a relaxed hair to, to natural. And and I'm going to tell you, some of these natural sisters browbeat the sisters that still choose to be on the creamy crack. You can't do that. I'm not a ride or die when it comes to relaxed or not. Because the moment, if I feel like it, I'll go back to relax. I ain't, I ain't loyal. I'm not loyal. It's about convenience. And this happens to be convenient for me now. So I knew the purpose of me doing that was just to see. I was curious. But when you're transitioning, there is you have your new growth and you have the relaxed hair. And the place where they meet is called the line of demarcation. And that place is where the hair is the weakest. That place is where the hair can have the most breakage. So you have to comb it different. You have to treat it different. You have to um, care for it differently. You're working with those two textures. So transition sometimes, we don't know what's going to be next. Transition is having a birth certificate in one hand and a death certificate in the other. One thing is dying and another thing is being birthed. One thing is going and another thing is coming. But even in transition, we are great already. But with that, that situation, that line of demarcation, when the transition meets is when we're most vulnerable. And self-ignorance being perpetuated by not knowing who we are doesn't allow us to step into greatness. And when you don't step into greatness, you're your most vulnerable. The hair breaks. Or even something as simple as a literal step. Do you know that when you're walking, there's a point when you could fall every time. The point where one foot is not quite planted and you haven't quite picked the other foot up yet. So one thing about stepping into greatness is, is the vulnerability that occurs, and that's what makes us fearful. Sometimes we're so afraid to fail that we become afraid to experiment. And we're afraid to what that next step would be. That's why sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need a group of, of, of people. Some, we call it the fab five in the coaching profession. Who are your five? Well, a person for accountability, a person for who is in your life for these things. So stepping into greatness you already know how to do it because you've gotten where you are now. But what's your next level? And what would it be if everybody you knew stepped into it? Wouldn't it be a wonderful world? Wouldn't we be able to get Louis Armstrong to, you know, what a wonderful world. Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody, what about you? What about you? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you knew your purpose, mission, and passion and walked into it with boldness and courage? Have you ever set out to do something new and you weren't quite sure where to start or you didn't know if you had the right tools to get started and to do it right? Or when it comes to podcasting, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Because if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast if you want to with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Tell them Tracy Mack sent you. Peace. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast.
Now, one thing about stepping into greatness, knowing that you are great already, like I said, purpose, mission, and passion. You have to know your purpose, mission, and passion. Purpose, who you're here to be. Passion, um, mission, what you're here to do. And passion, how well you do it. Now, one thing about uh, passion is you're leveling up your skill set sometimes. And it's not always so great. Because we see passion as an energy. We see passion as, you know, I'm passionate about this and that. Well, let's look at passion from another perspective. Passion is also a, a Latin word comes from a Latin word, and when you are passionate about something, you allow yourself to willingly and temporarily suffer for the greater good. Let's think about the passion of Christ, you know? Let's think about that passion. When it was time for Jesus to go to the cross and die, he didn't skip. He wasn't, whoop, whoop. He wasn't trying to break down a path. He was, he was agonizing. Oh, let this cup pass from me. But he saw a greater good. He went through the temporary suffering because he saw you and me. That's why it doesn't take any away from God to you to recognize and walk in a level of greatness because walking in the level of greatness makes God greater. It magnifies who God is. Long time ago, John penned the words, greater is he who is in me than he that is so just by the mere fact that your creator is great sets you up for greatness. But if you're operating in self-ignorance, how will you get there? In my book, The Book of Purpose, The New Testament, I talk about hindrances that can keep you from it. And the first one is you, and that's because of being self-ignorant. Another one is belief system, a warped belief system. Do your beliefs believe you? Can they trust you to carry them out? We're in an age now where we go from Information to implementation. There is no lack of information out there. We've got the internet. We've got television. We've got books. We've got seminars. We've got workshops. We can get the implement information, but what happens when we get in the parking lot and get in our car and get home and get back in that same environment that we created that led us to seek the information? How do we implement it? And that's where a, a coach or a, a team comes in at to help you, your self-discovery production team. And in that, stepping into greatness, because one thing about greatness, it's not sweet showing up alone. Greatness never shows up alone. None of us got here by ourselves. And even if you did think you got here by yourself, you ain't sitting here by yourself. Everything that's who we are, you didn't make your shoes, you didn't make your clothes, you didn't make this building, you didn't make the chair you're sitting in. So greatness never shows up alone. We And success is much sweeter shared. So like I said, one of the things is belief, a warped belief system. Can your beliefs believe you? Can your beliefs trust you? Because when your beliefs can trust you, your dreams can trust you. And it's okay to have big dreams. We talked about on the call we had in our uh, Art of Self-Discovery class the other night. That's a coaching module we do. That Joseph's dream, people say, don't tell anybody your dream. And that may be good because you can't tell everybody everything. But just because his brothers were aware of it, it did not stop the dream. The dream is more powerful than the hijacker. So when you have your dream, one thing, if your dream is, 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 is enough, if you can do it by yourself, that ain't a dream. Your dream should be so big. That you need somebody, you have to staff people to help you carry it. You understand what I'm saying? But the hindrance is because you're great. 
You're great already. You're great. You're great. But do you know how great you are? I know that there was a time in my life, and speaking of transition, where I knew that who I was here to be and what I was here to do was outside of the walls of the four church of the church. Now that doesn't go over well when you grew up in it, when you got papers behind you, when your husband is ordained to. That doesn't grow that doesn't go over well because people want to put you here. People want to put you there, and that's a, that's no problem. There's great lineage and legacy with 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 generations of ministers and teachers and preachers. Great, that's a beautiful thing. That just wasn't mine. Because I knew who I was here to be, and I knew that who I was here to be and what I had to do, that my sacred death had to move beyond to help people. That was just me. But one of the things was I gave and I did and I sold. But when it came time for me to reap, I couldn't find nobody. Couldn't find anybody to listen to me. Couldn't find anybody who wasn't who didn't have the gift of tailbearing, the mighty gift of tailbearing. Who could I go to to listen to dreams I had? Who could I go to to help me work it out before I walk it out? Who could I go to from the time I left the stage with a microphone when I was singing or teaching? Who could I go to to just talk to about me, about dreams that didn't seem that didn't seem able or possible? One of the other hindrances of self-discovery and walking into your greatness it's procrastination. We all procrastinate, but some things you procrastinate about is genocide to your dreams. Some things. You cannot procrastinate about certain things and level up into another aspect of greatness. You cannot. Your life and your dreams are depending on everything you have and all that you are. Sometimes when we look at purpose, we, we, we minimize it to, to the job we have. But what happens when that go away? What happens, or, or, or who we're married to? What happens if that person leaves or dies? You're more than that. You're more than just the letters in your name. You're more than just your duties and functions. You are here to be the idea that God is in the earth to identify with the greatness of who he is. What is your purpose? What is your mission? How do you do it with passion so that you can step into greatness? Because you are great with when Jesus went to the cross to die for our sins, he knew he was great already. He knew that his suffering was temporary. He knew his purpose, but his purpose was not to be a carpenter. His purpose was not just to lead the disciples. His purpose was not just to um, walk around from city to city, but his purpose was to be God. His purpose was to die. His purpose was to be resurrected. And when he did that, when he had the passion, the temporary suffering to do that, he could see us. He could see us here right now. And that is why he endured. So sometimes you may have to endure some things. You may have to endure falling down. I fell down some years ago, tore my knee and ankles up, hairline fractures in my ankle. I still suffer to this day, all because I was walking. And in that vulnerability moment, when one foot was down, the other foot hadn't quite come up yet, and when it did come up, my three-and-a-half-inch heel was still there, and I kept going. took me about 10 minutes to fall, felt like. But how many know we fall down, but we, and even when we fall, we are still great 
because greater is he who is in you. So as you step into greatness, know who you are and why you're here. And know your mission and purpose in life. You are great when? Greatness is now. There's never any moment off limits to greatness and excellence and gratitude. Never any moment off limits. So you are great already. Because the Christ in you, the hope of glory is great. You are great. Because greater is he who is in you, you are great. And because it's my time to sit down, I am great already, and I am already going to my seat. Thank you so much. God bless you. You've been listening to Black Women's World Podcast, brought to you by Tracy Mack Solutions for Life Institute Coaching and Training Services. No doubt you have enjoyed being in our world, and it doesn't have to stop here. Head on over to blackwomensworld.com. That's blackwomensworld.com, where we keep our sisterhood growing. This is my personal invitation to you. There you can join the tribe who vibes everything Sister Nista. We keep the conversation going and ways to stay connected on social media and more. I'd love to see you there, and I'm so grateful you came to be with me here. Remember to be kind, authentic, generous, excellent. Be grateful, and while you're at it, go ahead and be extraordinary, because that's just what we do on Purpose Through Mission with Passion and Compassion. Don't keep this to yourself. Invite someone else to join you in our queendom next time so they too can feel the Black Women's World love. I'm your host, Tracy Mack. Peace.